Hi everyone, welcome back to The Curse of Strahd. Just a quick little heads up, our recording session went a little bit long, so we decided to split the session into two different episodes, so please enjoy part one of The Durst Manor. Welcome back, everybody, to Dice and Consequences. I am your humble MC, Master of Ceremonies, not Master of Dice, as we saw in the last session, where I I think totally, out of everything, I rolled a total of three times over ten, I believe. You can go back and check that for me. Anyway, joined again around the table, as always, is Savannah Baldwin. Say hi. Hello. We got Kirsty Hamilton. Kirsty. Hello, everybody. And we got her husband, Eric Hamilton. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How did you do, everybody? Doing good. And then we have, uh, of course, our illustrious dungeon master, our dastardly demonic doer of dastardly deeds. We got Austin Woodyard over there. How you doing, buddy? Oh, excellent. I didn't realize I was going to need a drum roll, Jake. There you go. Oh, hey, I just I, I always got to make sure that I keep the DM happy because, you know, he's more likely to look favorably on me. Right. That's how that's how it works. That's right? how it works. Of course. All next, right. Next time that wolf's just going to look away. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe that critical. Maybe it goes back to being just, you know, a, a, a near miss. There you go. Well, what I wanted to do is I want to. Like I said before, how I usually run these is I'm going to have everyone go ahead and roll a d20 here. And the highest gets the privilege to go ahead and give me a recap for last session. So let's get a roll from everyone real quick. I got a five, two, 14. Eric got a 10. Okay, so it looks like it's me. So then I will go ahead and jump back in this. So real quick, Austin, why don't you go ahead and just give a quick overview of of the recap rule. So that way just everybody who's listening can kind of get it again. So yeah, like I said, the highest gets the privilege to go ahead and recap. They're going to go ahead and give a quick summary of what happened last time. Don't really have to go into the details of everything, but some to uh, kind of show off what they recall. There we go. And everything I say is per- is perfectly canon, right? I can't imagine it not being canon. There we go. All right. So we, stro- we strolled through the eastern gates of Barovia. And then Strahd got down on his knees immediately. Right, back it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, we had a eventful carriage ride is where we started there. After a brief scrap with some wolves in the forests of, I believe, somewhere in broadly Afro-Eurasia, we went into a town after smiting some... Uh, honestly, it's just some some like hooligan kids from the next town over who honestly probably didn't deserve it, but I got all righteous about it. So there's that. We met Aragal in the tavern of that village and he led us to the Vistani, right? Yes. Other, other folks can jump in to remind you if you want. Yes, that would be helpful, guys. So uh, we went into the Vistani camp where I played some chess with somebody. Yelbert won a fair amount of money from... You, did you play with loaded dice or was it just regular dice? Well, I mean, I'm pretty good. So you could say that they're they're loaded in that sense. 
I think we're missing a real driving force here. Oh, uh, what was it? Well, Aragal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I talked about Aragal. Oh, you did? Yeah, did I yeah, just yeah. Like- he didn't really bring up that he was the baddest dude. Oh, yeah, 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 like like that he was hella sketchy. <laughs> yo, yo, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So he was sketches all hell, and he also launched fireworks at a group of peasants just out of nowhere. Love that. Yeah, yeah, because he's a jerk. <laughs> the only reason I think we kind of went through it, like looking back at it, was definitely story agency, but also he would have known where the icon of innocence is. That what it is? Yeah, basically symbol, but yeah. Symbol of innocence or whatever it was that we need to go get. So then when we came into Barovia, finally, after we met the fortune teller who guided us through there, or I guess guided us, we really didn't have a choice after we went into the encampment, really, let's be honest. We met Aragal and some of the Vistani muscle on the old Zvalich road. And our good friend, whom I neglected to mention was it alexander anthony 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 they were going okay either you kill him or you give us all your stuff and we made yelbert play the dice game because you know he was the one who totally advocated for killing anthony immediately like without it without a second thought seemed like the easy way out yeah, well, I mean, it seemed like he's way out, but here's the thing. Like, I didn't expect him to keep his keep his end of the bargain anyway. So, <laughs> you know, regardless if we killed him or not, I just honestly I just... just I just keep up with that evil character, you know what I mean? Like, someone offers to kill somebody, sure, he's weak, you know? Yeah, sure, why not? You know, I, I, what, do you, what do you figure? The, the more people that die, the better chance you have of surviving? Uh, yeah, it's kind of just like going with the stronger party. It's like, you know... You- <laughs> One less person to potentially kill you. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, you can take their gold, too, so I mean... Oh, yeah, there's that, there's that, yeah. That's definitely one of the best parts. I'm sure the, the, the wretched hunchback, Anthony, has tons of money on him, too. Yes, totally. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's ridiculously strong for some reason, though. Then we came across the creepy kids. Well, we came across like a low wall that Yelbert vaulted over. And uh, instead of telling us about the kids and the, the people that were crying on the front stoop, he was just trying to case the joint to break into it, which, hey, you know, he's a rogue. So I'm not totally surprised about that. But anyway, after a bunch of meandering and honestly stuff that kind of went nowhere, we figured out that they were probably either ghosts and I thought illusions, maybe. But now... We uh, have now stepped into the house and are praying that nothing bad happens to us because we can't leave because of the fog. And so we figure have to go forward to go back. Did I get everything, guys? I think so. Sounds pretty good to me. All right. Great. OK, well, then I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic off to our humble DM. Continue where we left off. And you're in front of the four story white manor house. Gilbert had kind of pulled off the rusty iron gate that came off its hinges. And inside, you see that there's a set of mahogany doors just beyond. And I'm going to go ahead and pull this over to the map of the house. Ooh. Ooh for, those, okay. for those of you who can't see, we got dynamic lighting in Roll20 now. So we're fancy. If you'd like to open up the door, go ahead and place your character in front of said door and say you'd like to open it. Do I still have my temporary plus four health from last time, or that evaded? You do. You still have it. That's gone until you take damage. All right. In that case, since my character's up front, I try to open the door. Okay. You go ahead and go to the set of mahogany doors and uh, pull on the handles. 
and the door opens. All right. I suppose we should follow the small one then. Oh, do you have something to light? Uh, I do have a torch. Yes. Which maybe have the, the torch lead front because it's pretty dark in there. I realize my character isn't lighting much up. Yeah. There. <laughs> okay, then I will pass the torch on to Yelbert if we. I'll can give it to Yelbert then. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then who's gonna take up the rear? I actually um, say, uh, you know, you know, uh, I kind of like to be sneaky. Maybe uh, having the right, the light right on me isn't the best idea. For you to be a little bit obscured in the shadows, huh? <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Okay, then then can we give it to Frida then and then the second one to Yerlin? Okay. So there you go. And I and I can I can create I can create flames. So But Yerlin and Frida take out their torches. Inside you see a a little foyer here. Hang, hanging on the eastern wall is a shield emblazoned with a coat of arms, a stylized golden windmill on a red f- field. And it's flanked by uh, some framed portraits of some stony-faced aristocrats. Another set of mahogany doors are on the other side of the foyer with some stained glass set into the door itself. Into the door? You know, set into like the top of the door, basically. Okay. And you said that the coat of arms was a golden windmill on the red field? That's right. Okay. And what do these stuffy aristocratic people look like? They look like, you know, kind of the just the flat faces of someone having their portrait taken, along with some nicer looking clothes. I wouldn't you wouldn't think they would be the wealthiest of folks in the land, but they would be somewhat of the lower aristocracy. So some minor nobility, very pale black hair. What a happy looking family. You should have some goods for us. Can I do a can I do an arcana check? I want to see if I can feel anything like mystical about either the area or the painting or just basically like usually you need to detect magic to kind of feel for magic in the air. Arcana is usually for the nature of magic itself. That's right. That's right. Okay, never mind then. All right. Well, Frida is going to open the next set of mahogany doors. Sure. You go ahead and pull on the next set of doors here. And you find yourself in a, a great wide hall. On the western part of the wall is a great big black marble fireplace. And on the other end is a red marble staircase. You can see uh, above the fireplace itself is a long sword with a windmill cameo worked into the hilt. All the walls in the hall are ornately sculpted with images of vines, flowers, nymphs, and satyrs. Interesting. There's also several doors that lead to other places in this main hall, along with the stairwell itself, as I had mentioned. Wait, along the stairwell? There's no doors on the stairwell. Sorry, there's oh. several doors in the <laughs> hall, but there's oh. also the stairwell in here. Yeah, okay. Should we clear the bottom floor first before we head upstairs? I believe so, yes. So this is the fireplace, correct? That's the black fireplace, yes. I'm going to do an investigation check for anything... Kind of out of place, any secret passages. I don't really expect to find anything right away. I'm just kind of... Sure, go ahead and make an investigation. Yeah, you kind of feel around in, like, the black fireplace itself. No coals or anything in the fireplace. Looking for any secret switches or, or bricks out of place or anything, but it seems pretty well set. What were what were the names of the nobles again? Uh, of the, of, the, of the, the parents? Did we ever get that? Or did we just get the name of the kids? 
the name of the parents I would imagine would be on those portraits back there. Can I step back and take a look, like uh, back where the So there's more are. than just two portraits. There's actually four portraits along this wall of mostly elderly looking folks. Could we maybe like observe if one looks like it might be the newest of painting just by like fade? Oh yeah, you, you, you'd be able to do that. And discerning that one, like, is there a name attached to that one? Yes, it's a, uh, a black-haired gentleman with a pair of spectacles by the name of Edward Durst. Okay, would you guys like to explore the first floor before we go up? I know that upstairs was where the baby was, but yes, is anybody in a rush to, to find out what's going on there? <laughs> well, I would assume the child is has perished. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to get a lay of the land first. So, I'd also rather not have anything sneak up behind us. That too. That is a very good point. Mm-hmm. Very well. And oh, like block shit. It on- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to sneak up on you. <laughs> you made me lose my accent, bro. Like, not cool. Uh, Anthony <laughs> closes uh, the set of doors. Uh, as you guys are are coming in. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. So we don't have anything wandering in behind us. Very well. Shall we... Is this is this a door right here where are I'm standing? Are all these square yes. block doors okay, let's, or let's windows? Or... The, white, the white square blocks are doors. Once you see a window, they're kind of okay, a blue perfect. tinge, basically. Oh, okay. Well, that's so, a lot of doors. So does someone want to go to the yeah, south here makes sense, yeah. for me? Sure. You open up the yes. door. Inside, it's another oak-paneled room. It looks like a uh, sort of like a hunter's den, basically. Mounted above the fireplace in here is a stag's head, and positioned around the room are three stuffed wolves. There's two nice padded chairs that are draped with animal furs that face the hearth, along with an oak table between them that supports a cask of wine, as two goblets next to it, and a pipe rack uh, with a candelabrum on the table. The candles have long away turned the just dripping wax. There's also two cabinets that stand against the walls in here. I'd like to take a look at one of those cabinets. Sure. Which one would you like to go for first? The north or the west? The northern one. Okay. Do you want me to roll? Like, uh, so you go ahead and try to open up the cabinet, I imagine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you go ahead and place your hand on the on the door and you kind of jiggle it, finding it to be locked. Ah. Uh, Yelbert, would you like to help me with yes, this lock? Thank you. Do be careful. Yeah, you're unable to kind of open up the lock with your thieves tools maneuvering them around. Uh, seems to be tighter than I thought. Hmm. I don't want to cause too much of a ruckus by smashing the cabinet, so... <laughs> we could also look for a key in here if, if someone would like to. So, so for those listening, I, I rolled a seven with a uh, plus four to my my roll on Thieves Kit. So we still don't know if this is something that we should be able to open. I just got kind of unlucky with my roll. Yeah. Can I make an investigation check to look for a key? But yeah, you can make an investigation check to look for a key around the room. Any places you're looking in particular? Well, everything gets lost in like the couch cushions. So I'm I definitely going to go around the <laughs> chairs and the table there. Okay. So I rolled a 14. Yeah, you go ahead and start feeling around between the cushions and stuff, checking if like there's a key hidden underneath the table, but you don't find anything. Uh, what about the other cabinet here, Lynn? You check mm, that. Okay. okay, I approach the other cabinet. Sure. Uh, you go ahead and try it, and this one does open up. Inside wow. is a small box along with an assortment of wine glasses, so about 14, you know, just glasses. 
Okay, I'd like to open the box. Sure. Inside you find a set of playing cards. Hmm. Well, that's a bit anticlimactic. It looks like they just had wine and stored their cards near here to play on the, this table in the corner. What's going on with this table in the corner? It just seems to be like a normal table with some chairs around. Yeah, it's a table. Table. All right. <laughs> it's a table. I was like, hang on. I got to gotta roll an Why investigation check here. Hang on a second. There's a chance to find the key somewhere else. <laughs> I, was so, I was so flabbergasted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't ready for the question about the table. <laughs> what, what, what What? is it made of? 14 investigation. What was oh. it? Oh. Oh. It's oak. It's oak? Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Sturdy. Okay, great. <laughs> this right. table. <laughs> Does it have four legs? So it has like a, a, a strong pillar in the center with like four supports at the bottom. Okay, great. All right, so 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 it does have four. Okay, good, 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 good. Just making sure it was really a table and not like a table or something like that. Well, I agree with you, Yelbert. Maybe the key's somewhere else in the house. Uh, I like the one yearlings in front of. I like to get the corners first of a house. All right, you guys go ahead and uh, push this one open. And you find a sort of dining room. The centerpiece of this dining room is a uh, carved mahogany table. It has eight Mah- high-back okay. chairs that surround it, along with sculpted armrests and cushioned seats. There's a crystal chandelier that hangs above the table, and it's covered in resplendent silverware and crystalware polished to a dazzling shine. Mounted above the fireplace is a mahogany-framed painting of an alpine veil. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any like identifying nameplate or something on the bottom of that painting? There's no nameplate on it. You do take a look around and you see that there's also some tapestries that are just labeled on the hunt. There's just some hunting dogs with horse mounted aristocrats, faceless ones, naturally, on these cor- sort of sewed in tapestries. But you're saying the chandelier is polished. So would we be able to tell like fairly recently? Oh, yeah. Like there's no yeah. Doubt. So like it looks it looks really nice. Like someone has been taking care of it. I'd like to investigate the table. OK, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Two. What does that tell you? Like I said, it's a mahogany table. It's got silverware on. Uh, Are you sure it's mahogany now? Mahogany and oak. Oh, jeez. It's, it's, compo- <laughs> it's a composite table. That's what it is. Someone ran out of mahogany halfway through. And they're like, oh, God. Now, and it's kind of nailed the other side onto it. There you go. <laughs> it just it doesn't belong in this manner at all. <laughs> now that we've got the table out of the way. So, so with the table there, so the the silverware is all polished and everything too, right? That's right. So I'm getting I'm getting some serious like this is odd like different time scopes. You know, like like the the candle in the hunting room was all melted down, and you would have thought it would have been replaced unless someone just left the candle burning the whole time. And is the table set and everything? Yes. Okay, so there must have been something going on, like some kind of like meeting or like a dinner party of some kind but there's no food or anything on the table that is correct i would like to try the uh the other door in the room that doesn't lead out the one that we didn't come through yeah you go ahead and open it up and see that it uh it's like another door into the the hall route basically oh that's disappointing okay and and those on the the northern end of this banquet hall those aren't doors correct no, uh, those are four windows uh, with okay. some very nice red silk 
curtains hanging over them. Can I, can I like look behind the painting and see if there's anything behind it? Yeah, you go ahead and kind of step up on the mantelpiece and you kind of like pick it up and lower it down and there's okay. nothing really there. It's kind of a spot where the yeah. painting must have been okay. there for a long well, then, time. Well, then here's another thing that also is kind of weird that it's, the painting's been there for a while and so it's obviously dusty around it but not where the painting is. So obviously somebody hasn't come by and cleaned this in a while. And they've cleaned the chandelier they've cleaned and they've the cleaned chandelier. this. Right. Um, I just remembered I, I have to be using an accent. I'm going to change that 10 times. Character continuity. <laughs> you made it. I did. I did. I have to stick with it. Unless I get clobbed on the head or something like that. Permanent madness. You lose your accent. I just, I need to remember a high-pitched halfling. Yeah, there you go. Uh, right, so I guess nothing to see in here then, um, unless the tapestries have something to hide. I push, I push aside all the tapestries. Is anything? Is there look like anything behind them? No, Great. not really. Fantastic. Hiding anything. So all I wanted to know. All right, I think we have one more door, right? That one. And then we have this one right in front of Yerlin. Yeah, I want to open up the closet real quick. Sure. And like you, like you kind of figured out, it is a closet. Inside, there's several cloaks, some very nice waterproof cloaks, but it looks along with a top hat on the top shelf. Did you say waterproof? Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe we should grab a couple. <laughs> I think the Lord has presented us a gift. I think so, too. How many halfling sized ones are there? Not really any halfling sized ones. They're all cool. human sized, basically. Uh, we can chop it in half, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll ham it. It's fine. It's a good thing I brought my <laughs> on the road, Taylors. So I suppose there's just one last door, and then we can head up the staircase. I did want to grab one of those cloaks. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we are we not grabbing them? I thought we were. Very good. Take them. I'm you can grab them. All right. I wasn't sure if Vincent was gonna be like a, you know. So yeah, uh, you guys go ahead and and take down a couple coats and grab the Lord provideth. You'll go ahead and open up the next door here. It's a kitchen, by the looks, and it's tidy. Dishware, cookware, and utensils are neatly placed on the shelves around it. There's a work table on the eastern side. It has a like a cutting board and a rolling pin atop it. There's a stone oven on the north side of the wall. Uh, and has a bent iron stovepipe connecting to a hole in the ceiling. Behind the stove is another door on the left-hand side. Uh, is there any bread or cheese in view? Not in this kitchen, So no. we'd have to find the larder, which would be, I would assume, by Farida, the small door. The little itty bitty door. Yeah, you go ahead and open it up, and you see that uh, this is a dumbwaiter. Oh. has a small wooden box attached, basically. Mm -hmm. Could a halfling fit in it? No. It, you mm. could fit, like, a plate of food in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, very, very tiny. I'd like to open the door that's to my left. Okay, and here, you go ahead and look inside, and you find a pantry stocked up with food. Okay. okay. Is it still good? Uh, it doesn't really have, like, any produce, like, fruits or vegetables or anything. Uh, mostly just long-term stuff. Dried meat, cheeses, breads. I'd like to grab some, just in case, you know? Sure. Uh, go ahead and label these when you go ahead and grab some food. You can get ten rations out of here, but label them manor rations. Manor rations. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and do let me know if you consume one. Okay, so that does that mean, like, I personally get 10, or the party has 10? The party has 10. Okay. Do you want me to hold on to them, guys? It's certainly I'm quite hungry now. So let's hold off on that. It's tough, because, like, <laughs> before he said that, like, I was pretty keen on wanting to have it. And, like, I don't want to, like, not do it because he said that. 
I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna like give us bonuses or something. Yeah. I fully agree, but my character once is hungry and would have it, so I'm gonna try. It he it heals ten d one hundred health and gives you two thousand hit po- uh, temporary hit points. Yeah. I, I consume a I'm hungry. Yeah, Yelbert's pretty hungry at this point. Not been able to eat too much on the road. And the food, uh, you immediately kind of expect it to kind of taste like something, like you know, like food. But it tastes. It just turns out to be really bland and tasteless. Hmm. It's a pity. I need something though. Better than nothing. I suppose if it sustains you, that's all right. All right, so we found the larder. We found the dumbwaiter. We should probably find out where that goes. Can we stuff a halfling in there? I can get my hand up. We already decided that I we can get my hand up. Yes, that one. Now that is just an absolute waste of space. Sorry, um, is there a junk drawer in the kitchen? I'm sorry, what? You know, a junk drawer where you put all, like, the stuff that you, you know, use a lot, but... Don't doesn't really have a place. Yeah, like, Odds like real weird utensils. There's not really Odds like ends like batteries and. So, there's not know, really but, like any like drawers in here. Everything is kind of on shelves on the walls. Uh, so you could probably find what you're looking for. Well, I just kind of wanted to look around and see if there are any keys lying about. Ah, I see. You kind of scan the shelves for any keys, but not one that you immediately see. I aid Frida in, in her investigation. I see her looking about. Yeah, uh, you're not able to find really any keys or anything in here just like a kitchen basically i really thought she said drunk drawer immediately i'm like okay i mean you know here hold on (laughs) that's what she calls her alcohol cabinet the drunk drawer (laughs) 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 well um so i'll head back (laughs) out in let's head back out then as you guys head back into the main hall you guys hear a, a loud boom of thunder outside, and the uh, the doors that Antony had closed uh, swing open again as uh, a massive gust of wind and rain moves into the house. I would like to close them and prop a door underneath it. So we're going to take, okay. we're going to rip a door off yeah. the hinges and then nice. jam the, then jam the door underneath the door. Is that what you're saying? Go ahead, make <laughs> go ahead and make me a, a strength oh, check. Oh wait, so the doors no, 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 are I, not like, on there anymore I like this. at all? Let's keep going. Yeah. Oh, so, so like the doors, the doors are still on their hinges. They were just like blown open. Yeah. So I was just gonna shut the door and then like pride chair underneath the closet. You said brace it with another door. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. that's what I'm right, doing so now, isn't pick, it? Pick, find, find find a door to rip it off. Oh, <laughs> you can't go with the chair. You don't have. To. No, 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 no. We committed. All right. <laughs> what, what do I, do I, can I rip one off with my 15 strength? So you you like this is a door. <laughs> so like you're you're like pulling on a door. So like, like yeah, you're like like you'll get it off eventually, but <laughs> is the whole party gonna help rip the door off? Yes, right. let's do it. The strength of four, you guys are able to kind of like pull the hinges off out of the wall. Uh, and you so guys have we, a, a door. We, 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 we rip. We rip the door off of the off of the closet, off of the 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 linen closet. Uh, okay. All right. Someone needs to go okay. shut the doors, and we'll try to now jam this door underneath it somehow. All right. I'll hold. I'll try to hold the door shut. Sure. You go ahead and uh, shut those doors. <laughs> all right, Yerlin. <laughs> I, I don't know how we're gonna. Jam- 
I do not know why we need or how to <laughs> to stick the door under there, but I assumed you know as yeah, you, you're the one who suggested the the brilliant plan. Well, the Lord told me I had to do it. Okay, this is how we're doing I, it. I, I will I will not question divine intervention. Okay, so I I, I kind of hold the door at like a propped angle, and I tell Yerlin to do like a sliding kick into the door to kind of jam it into the handles from beneath. All right, here we go. <laughs> so wait, you kind of like slide move your character back two two steps back from Yerlin, okay? Right, and then you're going to basically do like a sliding... I'm going to hold it up, and then Yerlin, you're going to do like a sliding kick into the door to kind of break it and kind of prop it into like the lower handles of the door. I see. He's going to break the door half now? I'll help. I'll help with that. All right. We're not so, a smart bunch, okay? So... so Who's who's stomping on the door like to break? No, I can I can see it in my in my mind's eye. So basically, uh, Yearlin kind of props up the coat there, the not the coat door, the closet door underneath underneath the handles, and uh, Yelbert kind of like jumps on the door in order to get it to break, so it has some better leverage to yeah. hold it closed. Is, is, is that what it? Is that I think he's trying on? to get at. Where's my acrobatics? I'll, I'll do acrobatics. <laughs> sure. You go ahead and uh, let your, your weight down. And at this angle, it has some pretty good leverage. So you're able to stomp down, break the door, so it gets jammed oh up underneath the mahogany doors as they groan. And Vincent is just watching this going, yes, yes, perfect. Excellent. I see no flaws in this plan. A- Anthony looks on in kind of like quiet <laughs> awe. Do you have something to say, sir? No. 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 This is. Quite interesting, it, it, though. Interesting how? Well, <laughs> I've never seen someone close a door so, so, such like this. <laughs> I think like a wooden pole behind the handles or something would have done. <laughs> I, I, I suddenly noticed a lock. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lock on it. <laughs> no, no, this is this is much more secure. This this is the way they're doing it in all the. Um, all the, the, the church holdings now. They're, they're, they're jamming the doors shut with other doors. It, 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 is, it, is, it is absolutely bankrupting the Holy See. Like, like the, the, the Vatican is going through, its door budget is astronomical. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, should we proceed upstairs? Were we successful? Yes, the door like, seems pretty, pretty steady. Shut the door with another fucking door. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, Anthony, Anthony's gonna kind of like sit up against a, a door underneath the staircase or the wall underneath the staircase that is, and say, "I'm going to rest here for a while. Give me a shout if you need me." However, very well, Anthony. Um, I suppose since you two have have torches. Uh, did Yerlin have one of my torches, or did she have her own? I've had one since the beginning. I don't okay, think I've that's not right. Okay, had so one. then I give my second one to Anthony and go. Okay, here's. Jason should need light. Do, do these torches have any type of consumable life? Should we be using two? By the way, uh, a torch uh, lasts an hour. So it was... can, can, you, can you turn it off at <laughs> fifteen minutes and use it forty-five minutes use later? Yes. Okay. Well, then actually. I'm gonna go over to the to the hearth here. Do I need do I need something to burn for create bonfire? It doesn't look like I need anything. Like I just because I just create fire. Let's see. Nope. It's just a all right. 
so I just I light yeah. a fire in the hearth there, so that way it'll we'll have some light and stuff in here. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll make a there light source just just in case when we come back down here, if Anthony get Anthony gets scared, you know, I I I I don't want anything to happen to our hunchback boy, to our hunchy boy. Sweet, sweet hunchy boy. Well, I can put my torch out now if we want to just conserve it. I think that's a good idea. Got All it. All right. We just have Yerlin's torch on now. Yes. And everyone's going to go up the stairs. I guess Yerlin will lead the way. Ah, okay. In this next room, it's a uh, another hall here. There's several unlit oil lamps that are mounted uh, on the walls. Uh, there's also a mantelpiece on the far side, and there's a portrait that is mounted above it, sitting a, uh, a family. Uh, two of the children you already recognize, the chill children outside. And standing above them are uh, two adults, one man and one woman. The two children are smiling. The man and the woman are not. Cradled in the father's arms is a swaddled baby. You can see that the mother regards it with a hint of scorn. Standing on either side, flanking these two doors, are suits of armor. Each clutches a spear and has a visored helm shaped like a wolf's head. Mm. I believe that's the babe Walter. And... What unfortunate-looking parents. Is the father the guy that we saw in the portrait downstairs? This is a different man. Okay, not Ed Durst. There is a like a marking of what the painting is uh, that just reads, The Durst Family. The suit of armor I'm next to, all four of them, they have some type of weapon that looks like a spear, Albert, or is that what it is? A spear, yes. Uh, I, I, I remove the spear from the one uh, that I am next to. Sure. You carefully take it off the armor stand so it doesn't kind of clatter around. I, uh, I I put it down the ground. Disarm him. Disarm this armor. <laughs> Disarm. Okay, I see. Then, oh, I'm going to go ahead and light another bonfire, create bonfire in the staircase as well. A cantrip. It's a cantrip anyway, so it's... In the staircase? Yes, in the staircase. Not in the staircase. Uh, in the in the uh, hearth. In the hearth. Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hall. light the staircase on fire. <laughs> Well, we we're are already way broke down. a door to and jammed it to lock another door. Okay, <laughs> so that's fair play at this point. Yeah, but that would be trapping us. <laughs> you, you know that's not untrue. Can I look at the portrait some more? Is there is there anything like the edges coming up or something behind it that I can mess with? You could probably move the painting itself. Okay, I'd take like it off to the mantelpiece. Yeah, you go ahead and lift it off the mantelpiece. And you can see there's another spot where you can assume this portrait's been here for a long time. Okay. And nothing behind it? No markings or anything. Just the uh, black marble. No keys? No keys. All right. Fine. <laughs> Which door should we go through? Um, I would go through the north northern door. Northern or like the northeastern one? Because there's one right there, too. I was kind of thinking that, the, too. The double doors. The northern double doors. Sure. We're going to open up these double doors here. And you can see... Uh, there's some red velvet drapes on the other side of the room that cover the windows. There's an exquisite mahogany desk and a uh, matching high back chair that face the entrance and the fireplace. Above the fireplace hangs a framed picture of a windmill perched atop a rocky crag. So which way in the corners of the rooms are two overstuffed chairs and uh, floor to ceiling bookshelves line the eastern wall, along with a, uh, a rolling wooden ladder that, one's, that allows one to uh, more easily reach the higher shelves. So is this like a, oh, a library that. or an office? Perhaps a little bit of both. Very well. We kind of have fun on the wooden ladder, like going back and forth. 
Okay, yeah, you just start sliding around in the library. Gilbert, Very for nice. Christ's sake, be looking for something. Right, right. I would like to look for maybe a history book or anything about the family. In the library itself? Yes, yes, in the books, yes. Sure, go ahead and make a investigation or history check, whatever's higher. Okay, 15. Okay, you do find one uh, reasonably close to the desk. You can see the cover, uh, three different books, in fact, lining the sort of heraldry in the uh, history of the Durst family on a bookshelf. Can I take it? You can have it. You go ahead and take the first volume, but you notice something's very odd. When you go ahead and immediately pick it up, the two covers just come together. There's no pages in these books. Something has tore them out. All the books or just those? You start checking some other books, and it just seems those are the only hmm. ones that have been offended. Did you try looking in the drawers or anything of, of the desk? I haven't yet. I, I take a look for... Beyond the drawers, I'm actually looking for hidden compartments, hidden drawers. In the, in the, in the desk? So yeah, you go ahead and start taking a look around for a hidden compartment. And you don't really find anything in the desk itself. It seems pretty straightforward. In the books and everything, specifically on the eastern wall, I would like to look around and see if I find anything where, like, well, first of all, is it easy to assume that they're like, there's a bunch of dust on the books, or are they clean just like the others? You go ahead and start taking a look around, and most of them are pretty dust. Okay. I would like to see if I can find where it's not dusty and then maybe pull on those books to possibly reveal a secret room. Sure. You go ahead and make an investigation. Okay. How does a five do? Yeah, you don't really find anything in particular right. kind of stand out to you. I'm going to okay. lift the painting off of the thing and see if there's anything behind it as well. You go ahead and take it off and you see that there was a kind of a clean spot behind the uh, painting. No originality in hiding anything. Can I look out a window? Yes. You go ahead and lift aside the silk windows to look outside. And it's raining very hard outside. A uh, crack of lightning quickly lights up the landscape. And you see that the fog has lifted somewhat. You can swear that there's some faces in the far forest, however. Interesting. Okay. I kind of call out to the party, let them know. Maybe I'm going crazy, but... That, but there's, there's what in the woods? There's, like, faces, I, faces I think. Faces in the woods. Now that's... Certainly, you, you've become touched, my dear. Like humanoid faces? Well, I can't really be too sure. You're not really sure what you saw at all. It just kind of looks like what you would draw to be a face. Mm. I'm a little spooked. Okay. I'm going to give one less investigation. I'm going to try to find, like, I don't know, uh, family annals, uh, journals, personal papers, anything like that. Yeah, in, in the library or on the desk or whatever. Just... Uh, uh, let's check the desk first. Go make an investigation. Gee, and, and we start off brilliant today, everybody, with a four. We got a four. <laughs> All right. So immediately, I mean, you just kind of check around the desk. Atop the desk is like an oil lamp, jar of ink, quilt pen, along with a letter kit with a red wax candle that is long since, like, uh, you know, burnt mm -hmm. away. There's also a wooden seal atop with a windmill insignia. You go ahead and take a look in the drawers themselves for some books. You do find a iron key inside. Okay, we'll take that key. Ooh. But you don't find any other books inside the desk itself. That's not true. You do find one book. 
Uh, inside is a copy of Van Richten's Guide to Monsters. Van Richten's Guide to Monsters. Have I ever read this book, or do I know anything of this book? You haven't. You haven't even heard of Van Richten. The book itself, uh, you find, as soon as you pick it up, all the pages have been torn out. <sighs> of course. Certainly, whatever is in this house is covering its tracks well. I just dropped the book aside. And go ahead and make me an investigation check for the library. Right. Let's see here. 12. Wow, that's a big one I know, for you. that's not bad. <laughs> you don't really find anything else on the family itself. Mostly just books on poetry, uh, tactics, warfare, some history of Barovia itself. I will take a couple of the... I want to take out some of the Barovian history books and take a look at them. Do they have pages and stuff? You go ahead and open them up to check for pages, because some of them do have pages, of course. But some have been torn out. You can immediately find that as soon as you're looking through. Someone engaging in a bit of revisionist history, it would seem. Is it a volume series or is it just one book? There's a there's a few different books by different authors. Okay. I'm going to take these books, even in their matted state, even in their you know, destroyed state, I'm still going to take them as I can foresee us needing. How many books were there? Three? Uh, three of them. Okay. Are these would these give me any kind of bonus bonuses or anything? Uh not immediately. Okay, so I'd have to read them. Good. All right. I believe that's everything I can find then. Uh, do I find any maps? Can I look for maps? Like maybe in some of these books? Yes. Of the area, you mean? Yeah, of the area. Yes. Go make an investigation check. 18. That's an 18. You start taking a look around for uh, kind of maps of the area. Uh, you do find an old map of the Valley of Barovia, which has a map of several villages and towns surrounding it. As you're looking around, you do find a strange red book, totally coverless. Okay. Um, or titleless, I... I should say. It has a big red cover, but no title. Okay, I'd like to it grab sticks them. It out like a sore thumb. Okay, okay. I'd like to grab the maps, and then I grab the book and present it to the party. Well, you try to take it off the shelf, but it doesn't quite budge. Can I do a strength check? Yes. Yeah, that's a four. Four. <laughs> yeah, you have some trouble moving this this title. Do we see you're struggling with it? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying pretty hard. I have like one foot on the bookcase, trying to pry it out. Now, why would that book be so hard to get off that shelf, Gilbert? Yep. What can I do for you? Please assist Yerlin. Perhaps there is some kind of mechanism that is keeping that book secured to mm, the uh, secured to the shelf. I kind of investigate around the bookshelves looking for something that might be keeping it to it. Sure. You kind of pull out a book next to it, and you can kind of see that it's only really half a book. The other half is kind of a mechanism, basically, that pushes up against the wall. I knew it. Perfect. We push into the book. Sure. Instead of pulling on the book, you go ahead and push on it, and a secret, like, door kind of opens up in the bookshelf itself. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Jump back because it's kind of loud. <laughs> Excellent work, my friend. Yeah, Yerlin, you go uh-huh. ahead and step on inside, and you see that the secret room contains several bookshelves in here with some very old-looking black tomes. On the far end is a hev- heavy wooden chest with clawed iron feet that stand against the eastern wall. Its lid is half closed because a skeleton is blocking it from closing. It's clad in leather armor. And it looks like there's a dart that is uh, inside 
the skeleton. Oh, so probably tread carefully. <laughs> yes, I would say so. You can see oh, that uh, okay. in the skeleton's hand, it's clutching something in its its left left grip. If you're in, is you are you gonna go take a look at the skeleton? I'm a I don't know I, I noticed the dart, so I'm kind of looking around trying to see if I can spot where it might have come from, so I can kind of avoid a trap. Sure. Okay. I believe our rogue would be best suited to discern that. I'm going to take a look at the tomes on the shelf. Do they look menacing? They do. Okay. Most of them have very strange titles like Necromantic Rituals of the Priests of Ossibus or Summoning Fiends. All sorts of summoning rituals and necromantic rituals, basically. Lovely. So, I have a javelin. Okay. Also, uh, I'm going to go ahead and bonfire the the fireplace hey yelbert can you uh can you can you come in here yeah i guess i'm i'm quite little i can probably sneak through there well before before you do that <laughs> before you jump through i wanted to kind of like reach my javelin out and kind of like poke at the skeleton oh god see if that triggered anything sure you kind of like try to move the skeleton about as it moves the skeleton about it kind of opens up the chest and you hear a click from inside great so yes whatever it was you just activated that trap but from a distance, yes. Uh, I would assume so, seeing as you're not dead. Or now it's locked. Great. Can she lift the lid all the way up? Yeah. Just just that one click? Yep. Very well. You you are the ones that are in the room, not me. So you you have you have a better idea than I do about this. Okay. Well, Yelbert, maybe maybe now it's safe. But I still would feel a little bit better if you looked through first. Fair enough. I go in there and kind of look at the chest as a whole anything out of place sure you kind of open look inside and you can see that what must have clicked is a firing mechanism uh, mm. but its payload has already been spent inside the chest itself are three blank books of black covers along with three scrolls uh, there's three blank books and two scrolls there's also uh, a small black box inside let's see what's in that box maybe yeah and uh, i open up the black box and pocket one of the scrolls do you want to roll a 1d3 for which one you pocket? Go ahead and put in your inventory a spell scroll with spiritual weapon. I hand the box and the stuff over to the rest of the party to keep them distracted while I put it in. Sure. You can also see as you're handing everything over that the skeleton drops the letter it was clutching in its hands. I, I, I grab the letter and hand it to them also. Sure. I kind of want to look at the books, kind of just uh, see what they're all about. Kind of crack them open a little bit, timidly. The, the three that were in the chest? Yes, the ones that he handed over. Yeah, the three black books are totally empty. Just blank every page. Hmm. Would I be able to roll like an arcana check or something along those lines to see if I would be able to deduce why they would be blank? Like if it's a, a spell that's making it so that we can't read it hmm. or something? Usually you would need the tech magic. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Can I see the letter that was being held by the... Uh... By the guy. Yes, uh, the letter is closed and sealed with a, a wax crest that looks something like this. So for the listeners, it's a, is that a griffin? It's not, it doesn't look like a hippogriff because it doesn't have the... A griffin-like creature. A griffin-like creature, okay. Um, in front of... Yeah, shield. Yeah, it looks like a tower shield. Yeah, and then in the, there's a little circle on the shield that has like yeah. a little castle in the background it looks very like. vampire like castle very uh straight lines very tall very thin yeah yeah very like spires and the the seal almost looks like it's like liquid almost it's like a dark 
dark reddish purpley sort of color. Blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I can't detect magic on this or use an arcana check about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and open open it. Open the the letter. The the letter, the seal. Sure. You go ahead and kind of like pull the seal off, I suppose. I don't know who wants to read the letter. I have it here, though. Uh, I'll, I'll read it since I'm the one who opened it. <laughs> My most pathetic servant, I am not a messiah sent to you by the dark powers of this land. I have not come to lead you to a path to immortality. However, many souls you have bled on your hidden altar. However, many visitors you have tortured in your dungeon. Know that you are not the ones who brought me to this beautiful land. You are but worms writhing in my earth. You say that you are cursed, your fortunes spent. You abandoned love for madness, took solace in the bosom of another woman, and sired a bastard son. Cursed by darkness? Of that I have no doubt. Save for your wickedness, for your wretchedness, I think not. I much prefer you as you are. Your dread lord and master, Strahd von Zorovich. And that's where we'll have to cut this episode. Stay tuned for The Curse of Strahd, Durst Manor Part 2. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm Savannah Baldwin. I play Frida Leafhill. Kirstie Hamilton plays Yurlin. Jake Geedy plays Vincent. Eric Hamilton plays Yelbert. And of course, our dungeon master, Austin Woodyard, plays us all like his little puppets. Please remember to follow us, like, subscribe, do all the things that you can wherever you're listening. All attribution to sound effects are in the episode descriptions. Theme song and outro is called Firestone, written by Seth Baldwin. Check him out wherever you listen to music. So, we, we need the light. There we go. Wait, light a fire in there. Oh, you guys can't see when I, yeah. like... Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I was literally, like, illuminating all of it. Yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we can't see anything. There, there we, we go. go. Now we can see that room because there's a little fire in there. I mean, not okay. when we're in it. Not in it, but... Got it. Right. That makes sense. Okay. So let's go over there.